Uh, what inspired the run for the Senate? Well, being an instructor in the technical college system of Georgia and seeing how the dynamics of the state is working, um, the regions and the board of regions, all the money flows to the to the universities, and the technical college system they they really scratch and claw for every dollar that they can get. Um, Athens Tech is a tremendous school, but they just don't have the resources and the tools that they need to to create a better workforce in the Athens region. All right, let's start there. If I wanted to pick that apart, I'd start this way. I'd say, well, okay, there are only so many dollars to go around. And if you're saying, for example, that Athens Tech needs more of them, you are simultaneously suggesting the University of Georgia needs fewer of them, or are you? Uh, I don't necessarily know that that is what, where I'm heading with this. What I am saying is, is that, you know, I, I've had the opportunity to to visit 18 of the 22 technical colleges. Um, all 22 colleges' budgets combined is still smaller than the University of Georgia's budget. Yet there's about three times more students enrolled in technical programs in the state of Georgia. You know, earlier today you were talking about the movie industry. Mm-hmm. Well, right now, one of the things that is holding them back from even growing any more in the state of Georgia... Workforce. Workforce. Welders. Truck drivers, mechanics. You know, that welder thing. We talked to Tim Vogel, uh, Tim, uh, Tim Eccles on Georgia Public Service Commission yes. about Plant Vogel, one of the largest construction projects in the world and all the issues they've had there. One has been, yeah, lack of a workforce. If you can do two things, weld and pass a drug test, there's a job waiting for you down there. Absolutely. Um, I was talking to a sanitation company um, yesterday who delivers roll-offs. They have five jobs for CDL truck drivers right now that are going to pay eighty to $90,000 a year. And why are we making these jobs, and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's not sexy, but it's a good job. Sure. It's, 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 it's a way for people to support their families. All right. And, and your suggestion, Scott Howard, is that you facilitate workforce development by better funding of our technical college system in Georgia. Absolutely. And I, I think that we're on the right track, but it, it parallels with K-1 through 12 education. We are slowly taking vocational programs out of the high schools. Um, I remember when I was in high school, we had a lot of options. Now those options are getting smaller and smaller, and we're creating these career academies. You no, know, I, I didn't, but I did. there were people in my high school. I graduated in 1980 down in South Georgia. There were people in my high school learning to weld. I should Absol- have been one of them. I, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, not every child in the state of Georgia is going to go to a four-year university. Um, that's just a fact. Um, and we've got to do a better job of aligning our high schools through the career academies and developing our workforce. I, I was just recently talking to um, Savannah Sasser, a new chef that's come to Atlanta from Atlanta up here. She's opening a new restaurant in Five Points. She called me begging. Brother, that's your background. We'll get to that in a moment. Begging for workers um, because 
we're not they're not trained we don't have enough trained workforce in this region okay. one of the things you're going to be as a senator assuming you get yourself elected and again you're challenging the incumbent frank Ginn in district 47 i mean everything we've talked about thus far is about prioritizing the budget and it comes back to the question i asked earlier this morning if you're going to quote unquote allocate money give money to the technical college system of georgia it, it, it's going to need to come from someplace else generally speaking where well, you know, with looking at the uh, University of Georgia, I mean, they basically were they were thrown a give me at the end of this last session of about sixty three million dollars just in building funds. Um, I, and don't get me wrong, I'm I love the University of Georgia as much as the next guy, and I'm not picking on them. But what I'm saying is, is when is when is it too big? When, when have we put all of our eggs into one basket? And by the way, not just the University of Georgia, the university system, system which encompasses yes. all the other couple dozen institutions. Yes. I was just out at Kennesaw um, and uh, did a campus visit out there, was looking at there because they have um, opened up a uh, culinary arts program out there as well and aligning with sustainability and how you pathway that in into um, a four-year degree. It's gorgeous. It's absolutely stunning. And you go look at most of the technical colleges, their buildings are old. Um, and But more importantly, the equipment in these classrooms, um, the vet tech program at Athens Tech, most of the equipment out there is 25 years old. So how are we creating a new workforce with old equipment? All I'm saying is, is that we need to look at this and how we're doing this. I'm not saying that we raise taxes or but we've got to allocate these funds a little bit better classics today again with us is uh, is scott howard he is a candidate for a seat in the georgia senate he's challenging the incumbent talk about the politics of this briefly uh, heading into break here uh, always an uphill climb challenging an incumbent what's the strategy here? what's the plan here I'm running my campaign. Um, we're, we're, we're not really paying attention to anything other than what we're doing, and we're moving forward. We're trying to um, promote a positive and upbeat um, vision. Um, we're trying to go out and talk to as many people as we can and, and get our word and our message out into the community um, and understand that what people are concerned about. Um, that's, that's the most important thing that I am trying to focus on is, what do our communities need? ElectScottHoward.com is the website. And a bit about you. First of all, a culinary background. What's this about? That's correct. Um, yeah, I started working in restaurants at a very young age. Um, first restaurant I worked it was when I was 14 in Gainesville, Georgia. Um, and all the way through college and everything, just stuck with it. and. I finally made the decision through some hard decisions to move to New York and, and attend the Culinary Institute of America, which was a, really a life-changing experience for me. Um, coming from middle Georgia in the Alpharetta area, you know, restaurants and was not, didn't really see it as my future. And um, it was truly a blessing because of just the people I've met and the associations I've met. Um, I try to get back up there at least once a year. Um, the gentleman that I worked for for the longest period of times is now the vice president of the college and has been there for mm. several years. And 
and it really gives me a, a unique opportunity to look inside the engine of what they're doing there and how do they you do ever it. Get, I got friends who, who run restaurants here in Athens. I, I could name the names and you'd know them. My friend, mm-hmm. I've asked them separately. I've asked them this question over the years. I got exactly the same answer. I said, do you ever get to, let's say you're out with your, I don't know, your wife, you're in some other part of the country, vacation or whatever, you go into a restaurant to eat. Can you ever just go in and sit down and have a meal? Or yes. are you always managing the restaurant? And the answer I got was that they were always managing the restaurant. Yes and no. I've, I've kind of learned to detach myself from that <laughs> and just kind of enjoy the experience with my wife. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's 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 interesting. I mean, we, we just had, um, you know, brunch this weekend at Kraft over on the east side and they were understaffed and watching them run and and they were very apologetic and the food and the timing was was actually exceptional um but it's just the dynamics of, of owning a business and yeah it's like me listening to the radio i'm always running somebody else's radio station uh terry scott howard running for a seat in the georgia senate uh, you, you, it's not your first venture into politics i ran for mayor of winterville a few years ago so you know a little bit about running a campaign what, what do you learn from that did you apply to this actually i ran for the uh city council stand correct city Sorry. council mm-hmm. um one thing that i did learn about that is that the you know, Athens Clark County is unique of how they they group us up into one bunch. We don't claim to be of any affiliation. And uh, I've been here twenty years. I hadn't figured this out. Yet. I haven't figured it out either. And you know, it was I think there were six people running, and and it was just really difficult to get any traction in in that. And I you know, being in Winterville, I think what we like the most about it is is that it's small, mm-hmm. it's quiet. Uh, we know everybody, we know our neighbors. It's friendly, and we we want to keep it that way. Um, you know, growth is not always the answer. What do you do though? This listen, we could be asking this question to people to run for county commission or mayor or anything else. Uh, you're running for a seat in the legislature. What do you do? I mean, there's certain tools in the toolbox. Well, we want to keep this part of our county rural or whatever it is. Uh, do we want this for growth? I mean, you can do some things. You can do a lot with land use and zoning and planning. You can only do so much. I mean, the market's going to go where the market's going to go. What what role is there for government to play in those types of decisions? Well. I think that the that's a great question because I think the government gets too involved. Um, if people want to take a risk and open their own business, we should be getting out of their way and, and allowing them to do this because that's what keeps the area and the growth going in a positive way. Living in Winterville, we would love to have a dry cleaners out there. That would be fantastic. Um, well, the city council can't just compel one to open That up. is correct. Um, you know, just like the Caterpillar. Mm-hmm. That is a prime example of, of what government can do to bring business into the region. Um, Caterpillar, so far, has been a good fit with Athens-Clark County. Um, it's been a positive experience. But that lends itself to that conversation. You mentioned the movie industry earlier, brought to Georgia in large part by a tax incentive. Same thing. Caterpillar comes here for certain reasons. Among those reasons is that you offer up certain concessions with your taxes, easements and and credits and and any number of things that you can do. What should the government do? What should the legislature do? There'll be this fight every legislative session about uh, this industry wanting a tax incentive, that industry, that business wanting a tax credit. What do you do with that? 
Well, it's a slippery slope. I mean, you, you look at the conversation we have right now with Amazon. Mm-hmm. That's a that's that's a prime example. You totally have to call a special legislative session just to finalize the the package of incentives you're going to offer them. Well, you know, my concerns are multiple in this. One is if I was in the Senate and I had a small say so in this, you know, my job would be to protect Georgians. Um, so we're talking about fifty thousand jobs. Well, what? assurance do we have that those jobs are going to go to Georgians, that now we're not going to bring out-of-state workers into Georgia and just increase our, you know, more demand on our schools, more demands on our health care, more demands on our roadways. So how do we balance that and make sure that we are in the game and keeping them, you know, coming here, but yet we protect Georgia? Uh, Scott Howard running for Senate. You said earlier you didn't want to raise taxes. Uh, Frank Gim wants to cut them. As a matter of fact, he's in the Senate that did cut taxes. Uh, there are those who want to go farther and, and eliminate the Georgia income tax, the state income tax altogether. Where are you on that spectrum? My personal opinion on this is very strong. We have a spending problem in the state of Georgia. Um, the last eight years, our budget has skyrocketed. It's ballooned. And until we can get them to spend our money wisely and effectively, um, I don't trust them. And I have no trust because what happens is we have the 13 metro counties. We just passed, what, a $100 million transportation bond Mm -hmm. um, for for the center of Georgia. But what about the rest of Georgia? Um, You know, 316 is the major corridor in and out of Atlanta, and it was just labeled one of the most dangerous roads in the state of Georgia. How do you fix it? Well, you know, so they can give the metro counties a $100 million bond to, but we're still waiting for hours. So we've got to go to Atlanta, and we've got to fight to, to make sure that these transportation funds are spread out through the state of Georgia, and that we're not just focusing in on metro Atlanta. If you could wave a wand, what would you do with 316? Well, you need bridges. Um, you need to eliminate these uh, the red lights. Um, you know how many people, how many more people have to die on three sixteen for them to to figure this out. Again, uh, the website is electscotthoward.com. Twenty five days out now, and I mean the early voting, even earlier than that, obviously starts on Monday. Uh, we're a weekend away from people actually casting ballots in this race. It's a dopey question. Uh, what, what do you think about where you are in the race? Oh, I think it stinks. Nobody ever says that. And I don't think you will either. But uh, again, there's there's. If you win, I think it would be fair to say this is an upset. You're beating an entrenched incumbent. What do you have to do? What's the strategy? In about a minute here, what's the strategy to get this done? Well, I'm trying to get my message out to the citizens of the district. I'm trying to touch as many people as I can, speak to them, have conversations with them, and learn about what this communities are about. Um, being in eastern athens Clark County, I can't say that I'm an expert on Winder or Jefferson. So spending time in these communities have been valuable and understanding that, you know, in Jackson County, they need buses. Um, in Barrow County, you know, they're con- they're concerned about growth. Um, and finding out in what our communities need to protect them and make them safe. And, and that's what's really has been a positive 
aspect of this campaign is learning about the people. Again, electscotthoward.com is the website, 25 days till Election Day. Scott Howard, thanks for getting up early, rolling in this morning. Thank you very much, and uh, I appreciate the opportunity.